Welcome to the Perky Collar Radio Show, where we talk to entrepreneurs from across the globe to learn why they started their company, what mistakes they've made, what they learned from those mistakes, and they all share an incredible success story. Thank you for tuning in. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Perky Collar Radio Show. I'm your host, David M. Frankel. Today, I'm so excited to introduce to you Chef Natwan Jenkins, and he's the founder of Hip Hop Bistro. Good afternoon, Natwan. How are you today? I'm great. I'm great, David. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling fantastic today. That's good. You have such a, a great, diverse company. I can't wait to talk about it. So kick us off with the why. Why did you start Hip Hop Bistro? Uh, interesting enough, why did I stop Hip Hop Bistro? Um, well, first and foremost, let me thank my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and, and God for the vision of Hip Hop Bistro, because um, it all came to me just like that, a vision. Um, so I, I can't take full credit. I know I always, um, I've been a chef for the last 20 years. I attended French Culinary Institute in Manhattan. And um, so it was always passion, my passion to have my own restaurant. Um, I worked in various restaurants and various venues, but um, I, I always uh, kind of had this idea, but I, it never kind of, there was no clarity of how, it, how I needed to uh, present it, um, put it together, orchestrate it, operate it, or even, or even just, you know, uh, or just see it through. Um, but Thank God for his vision and the clarity, and he gave me the vision of Hip Hop Bistro, and, uh, and, and, and here we are, two years later. Congratulations. So two years you've had the Bistro open? Um, yes. Well, we are currently a catering company. We, um, we, we cater all across New Jersey. I'm, I'm sorry, New Jersey. All across the East Coast, from New Jersey to Charlotte, and even into parts of Georgia and South Carolina as well. Wow, that's quite a territory to cover. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're all up and down. We do travel. <laughs> Very good. Well, tell me a little more about the company itself. Like, what kind of foods you specialize in? What kind of foods are your favorite? Those type of things. Okay, sure. Um, well, the, the uh, Hip Hop Bistro is, um, is a dynamic, diverse uh, entity, uh, hospitality concept that f- merges um, the intricate world of the culinary arts with the vast and ever-growing world of hip-hop, the music industry. Um, so with Hip Hop Bistro, we try to, uh, we, we try to stay or, or, or gravitate towards um, the hip-hop scene, hip-hop culture when creating this concept. Uh, so everything from the menu to the, the core of the brick and mortar, once we have it, Lord willing, and even the food truck as well, will be uh, engulfed in the culture of hip hop. Um, just an example, uh, our menu is a play on words. Again, it's the Hip Hop Bistro. Uh, our sections are labeled and titled um, against hip hop connotations, sayings, and cliches, or, or even going as far as into actual music verses being titles of entrees. Um, one of the, one of the uh, sections in the Hip Hop Bistro menu is called uh, the beef section or what's beef section. And I'm sure you know, Dave and hip hop, there's, there's <laughs> unfortunately a lot of conflicts that we call beef. And um, so with my menu, uh, the play on words 
we had to implement, we, we wanted to implement that context of beef in the beef section. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, so interesting enough, we, we came up with, the, all right, what's beef? All right, this is the beef section. So in, 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 in hip hop, there are a lot of well-known documented conflicts uh, or beefs such as Jay-Z and Nas, you know, um, Biggie and Tupac. Uh, and all the way back to the beginning of hip hop with KRS-One and, uh, and, 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 and Queens, uh, New York, Queensbridge, New York artists that, that they had conflict with. Can't remember the artist's name at the moment. Um, it loses me, but uh, so even with our section of beef, even the entrees are titled after these contract or conflicts and these records that were called diss tracks or, uh, or, or you know, uh, diss records in which, you know, one artist would backlash the other artists and they would rival each other for however many months or releases or album releases or promotional uh, or avenues that they could use to, again, uh, go against each other or compete with each other. Um, one of the most popular dishes in our uh, beef section is the biggie. And uh, of course, it resonates with people because uh, it's the biggie. Biggie's, um, uh, biggie Smalls was a very popular rap artist in the 90s going into the early 2000s. Um, and his conflict with Tupac is very well documented and noted in the culture of hip hop as well. Um, so this particular menu item called What's Beef? is actually uh, the T-bone steak, cheese, eggs, and Welch's grape that Biggie versed in his one of his uh, songs. Hence the track was beef. <laughs> Makes sense. You tie it all together. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, now, is there any way you can get the... endorsements from some of these celebrity uh, musicians? Obviously, I, I went uh -oh. to an uh, ice cream place in Mississippi, and they have the Dak Prescott Sunday. Uh, right, right. Concept, but do you have a way of getting some of these musicians to say, hey, if you're going to name something after me, I want it to have mashed potatoes. I want it to have filet. I want it to be, you know, certain types of food mm -hmm. named after Absolutely. me. Any, uh, any feedback from anybody or anyone that says, hey, that's so cool you named yeah. a meal after me. Add this to <laughs> flavor, you know, that type of thing. <laughs> Yeah, uh, interesting enough that you say that, Dave. Um, we are looking to uh, partner with uh, more uh, famous and popular, well-known artists to kind of kind of brand uh, just that brand a particular dish either after them or in association with a song that they that they uh, or wrote or produced or performed. And um, yeah, I mean that is awesome. That is honestly God the goal for this whole concept is to tie it into the culture and the world of hip hop, but also staying true to my culinary roots as a chef and presenting some palatable, uh, extremely flavorful food. Right. Interesting yes, because in my day, like when I was in school, the phrase, where's the beef was really big. And that was a Wendy's commercial. <laughs> Absolutely. So it's a whole other, let's say they're in their forties and fifties. You're probably going to relate to where's the beef more than the beef Absolutely. of, uh, Biggie Smalls, but hey, you know what? As long as it tastes good, right. it's all good. <laughs> right, right. But but interesting enough, again, and because I'm I'm roughly about the same age, and um, that where's the beef uh, uh, commercial actually became well, what's known now known as trending, 
which was, was popular back then, <laughs> but it, it became very popular. And artists, rap artists, use those that same uh, quote in their music. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think they're trying to find ways to bring pop culture into music, and people can relate to it, or they make things become pop culture. Like there's a commercial Absolutely. recently on the radio for Bounty uh, paper towels. Uh, mm-hmm. you got the sauce, you are the sauce, and now I hear kids saying, and bring the sauce. Like if you see a, a pitcher for a night per hour, yeah, he brought the sauce today. So it's funny how yeah. a commercial can suddenly change verbiage and popular uh, conversation items just based on what sounds cool, sounds trendy. Uh, you know, maybe you have a whole side of this, which is the sauce. You know, could it be MC Hammer sauce? Could it be, you know, uh, Paula Abdul sauce? Could it be, you know, um, you know, who's the, the newer, the newer hip hop artist would be, um, you know, give me a name. Mm-hmm. Their sauce could be, um, the um, baby. Travis Scott sauce, you know, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. So that'd be interesting to see how that all transpires. And, you know, like I know McDonald's even has a Travis Scott sandwich. I don't know if they get his approval or they just call it that. But it's definitely an interesting dynamic because anyone that's a fan of that musician will want to eat what he eats or what he suggests or he recommends. Then you also have the culinary side of it, which is it's not just going to look good, it's going to taste really mm-hmm. good too. Absolutely. It's going to be made to perfection. Well, very cool. So help me understand a little bit more about the kind of events that you do. I understand the hip-hop side. I understand the culinary mm-hmm. side. Walk me through some typical events that you've done over the last few years. Okay, um, so many. Um, so aside from being uh, being a chef and owner of Hip Hop Bistro, um, I recently took on, uh, well, my day job, let me just mention this. Uh, my day job, I am a kitchen manager with uh, Charlotte Mecklenburg School System. Thank, thank you. Shout out to Charlotte Mecklenburg School System. So that is my Monday through Friday um, in the kitchen. I'm in the kitchen. It seems like I'm always in the kitchen. Um, then recently, as a result of one of my events, and I'll go into the event in a moment, I recently became a, a corporate officer with an independent record label. Um, the record label housed uh, three artists um, that are main or that are hip hop artists, um, still in their kind of uh, up and coming stage, but have done some uh, powerful networking and and been a part of some. Uh, huge events as well um, in the state in in, in Charlotte area. Uh, so those 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 artists that we're working with and cultivating and trying to nurture their growth um, that has taken on that hat has actually enabled me to really um, promote hip hop bistro to more than just my food audience and uh, just you know than just the restaurant tour. So it's allowed me to really tap into the hip hop uh, culture or the music scene in Charlotte, as well as other entrepreneurs who are or who are, who are really in the starting stages of their business as well, and uh, <coughs> excuse me, and cultivate uh, those relationships. Uh, the last event that I put on myself was this year in March. Um, it was called the Hip Hop Bistro Pop Up Shop and Breakdance Battle. Um, it, it was awesome. It was awesome and amazing. It was huge. The whole city of Charlotte showed up and showed out. We had uh, a break dancer. His name is Tahu, who he's also uh, competing in the Olympics. 
uh, in breakdancing in 2024, I believe. Um, but, I mean, it was an awesome show. Uh, we had DJs. We had the Hip Hop Bistro menu present. We had vendors at the event. And, and when I say it was just an awesome, uh, positive, enlightening, one-of-a-kind, unique event, it was, it was great. Um, uh, so, so we were looking to host our next event, which is coming up this December, December 18th. Uh, we're having another pop-up uh, venue, sort of, so to speak, but this one is going to be slightly different than the, the breakdance battle that we had initially. This is going to be actually a DJ battle. Um, so I don't know, Dave, if you've ever seen the movie Juice, you sound like you're in that age bracket where it, you might have seen that movie. I think I did see it. It's been a long time. Though. I don't remember much about it. Okay, no, no, no worry. But it was a, uh, it was the movie that was uh, one of Tupac's first movies. Okay. Um, it was Omar Epps and Tupac were the stars of this particular particular movie, and uh, in it there was a DJ battle happening where Queen Latifah was actually one of the hosts and judges of the battle. So um, it was a very popular movie, very especially in the urban hip hop uh, setting and urban um, uh, um, urban urban areas. Um, it was a real, real, real popular movie that um, that that youth in my neighborhood and other urban er neighborhoods around the country could gravitate and really relate to. Um, so within the movie, there was this battle, this DJ battle that was like it was like everybody wanted to be a part of this battle. So me, being the hip hop guru that I am, and trying to come up with new ways to infuse my concept with the world of hip hop. Um, thought of a DJ battle, which is, which is happening. It's coming to fruition. Um, I just got a, a really shout out to DJ Butterfingers, DJ Chuck T, and DJ T from up north, who are going to be the guest judges for this DJ battle. Um, listeners, if you haven't tapped in, if you're in the Charlotte area, if you're a DJ out there and you, you think you got the juice, come on, tap in, man. Hip Hop Bistro. But, um, but back to the question, uh, I have been doing events uh, for quite some time since I moved to Charlotte. Uh, there was a, there was a food, uh, it's like a food networking event that happened at the Bojangles Stadium. That was in 2019. Um, again, COVID did kind of shut a lot of things down. So we really didn't do too much um, during that time. But in the year, uh, well, in the month of November, uh, 2020 is when we launched the menu for the Hip Hop Bistro. And we kind of did like a taste testing, so to speak, across the city. Um, so we posted it on social media and people were able to tap in and really like go to the social media site, call us up. Um, I myself was doing deliveries um, out in the streets of Charlotte during the pandemic. I had to feed my family, um, just purchased a new home and, and, and didn't have a job. So um, it was important that uh, I, one, had, had some type of income to support my household. But on another note, I didn't just give up on my dreams because of the current climate of the country. You know, that, that was important because I started something and, and I, I wanted to be steadfast and also be an example to my children that you start something, you try to see it through to the finish. <coughs> Yes, sir. It's because they see you in a tough time, too, and how you handle that tough time. Do you just give up and throw the ball and, you know, that's it? Or do you say, okay, 
we got to make some changes. We got to pivot a little bit. We got to try something new, and that's inspiring. Mm-hmm. Hundred percent. Oh yeah, thank you, thank you. That and that that's absolutely was. Is I don't know if it was desperation to say that I'm not giving up. I'm I'm determined. <laughs> I was just like, oh, man, this better work. I ain't got nothing else to fall back on right now. It's the definition of entrepreneurship. One door closes, another door opens, and it's your willingness to fight through it and pivot and adjust. Uh, And sometimes some of the greatest things come out of that change. Like you're heading down one path, you thought it was successful, then COVID hit. You got got to pivot and change, and suddenly that pivot turns out to be more successful than the original path you're on. It's just yeah. being willing to make that change. You're willing to make that change. <coughs> not to be so rigid and so firm that you have to keep doing the same thing. You know, if the demand goes away or you know, things close down or you know, it's never happened again. You have to shift. Right. It's doing the same thing. Yeah. The state doesn't allow you to do them anymore. Um, yes, that's see, the truth. I'm trying to visualize the DJ battle. I think I've seen him on TV. We kind of have two uh-huh. DJs on the stage. They both have mixing yep. tables. You know, yep. and turn... Does some incredible mixes. I used to be a DJ way back in the day. I think it's probably oh, wow. early, I was still in high school. I just take care of the dark. Now it's not as bad as it used to be. And we had a lot of fun. <laughs> these bar mitzvahs and weddings and all kinds of things. Okay. Uh, it wasn't a DJ battle. It was just me kind of being the MC of the, of the event. But I met nice. That's cool. More of a two JJs got their booth set up. One drops mm. a beat. One kind of mixes some songs together. Uh, the yeah, smooth yeah. song transitions is part of it, and then just getting the crowd riled up and having fun with a cool song, and then the next DJ mm-hmm. goes. It's kind of like which DJ gets the, the crowd more engaged? Is that a fair visualization, or am I off? And if so, please correct me. No, yeah, that that's that's pretty much fair and accurate. Um, yeah, these DJs will face off on the stage. Uh, they'll get about three to five minutes to do their set. They'll spin their best mix. And the crowd reaction is the determination of the uh, winner for that battle. Um, I see it more like a spring break type event. Like say a big again? crowd, everyone's in their swimsuits, and they're all just cheering and having a good time. Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 definitely. It's definitely going to be a good time. Um, the, the, this particular one is taking place at Extravaganza, uh, which is near Uptown Charlotte. Um, we're hosting this venue before for the DJ battle, and uh, it's an awesome event. They're very, uh, very accommodating. Um, it's very, they're clean. Um, they have security. It's very safe environment and a safe venue to to host an event at. And um, and and they're just really awesome, making your event spectacular. That sounds great. Uh, yeah. Let's shift gears a little bit about the business now. I understand a little bit more about Hip Hop Bistro. Uh, mm-hmm. and why you started it and how you're building it. Let's talk a little more about the business itself. Uh, okay. When you started growing this business and combining culinary and hip-hop, were there mistakes that you made along the way that you learned from? And if so, what did you learn from those mistakes? I learned that uh, the most important thing I learned is that don't look for people to do it for you if you need it done a specific way. Okay. And that was the first, that was the first thing I learned is that, I mean, a lot of times we have, uh, you know, we in, in business and entrepreneurship, you have to be an idealist to see a vision outside of yourself and, and to want to see it to, you know, through to its completion and a success, Lord willing. 
Um, with that happens, though, a lot of times, often you, as an entrepreneur, we want to depend on people, you know, to, to help with certain tasks or, you know, or, or certain, uh, certain responsibilities or just, just certain things that, that really, as the entrepreneur, you have to handle that task yourself. It's almost like putting your stamp on something that right. really only you can do that. You know, that, not to say there's not jobs or responsibilities or tasks that you could delegate to people, but certain tasks you can't trust to anyone because of the importance of putting your stamp on it. Makes sense. So I think the key to all scaling businesses is delegation. But what you're saying Absolutely. is you are that secret sauce. So there's only certain, you, you, certain things certain components of business that you can delegate for that sauce right. to be authentically you. Is that a good summary? Right. Absolutely. Like, I, I don't think Steve Job would have delegated the, the, uh, the 3.6 chip, uh, six poor megabyte chip uh, creation to, you know, Sally, Sally, who does uh, email processing. You, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. It was like that core processor, that processor, he needed to create that, to get out of it what he saw his vision doing. Mm -hmm. Man, he could have delegated that task to somebody, but would that task would have came out the way you envisioned it? I think Henry Ford had a similar situation where he said, I want you to come up with a, a certain type of engine. And they all said, mm -hmm. no, that's not possible. He's like, well, we'll just keep working on it until you come up with it. And then finally they came yeah. up with this, like a V8 or V6 or whatever it was back then mm -hmm. in the 40s and 50s. <laughs> And yeah, he said, no, yeah. you don't answer yet, keep working on it. And really, it probably yeah. needs to be him rolling his sleeves up and making it happen. He's like, no, that's, yeah, not, right, right. that's not possible. He's like, don't tell me it's not possible. Just get it done. So sometimes that's you it. have to get it done yourself to prove to other people the mindset, something that's not possible truly is possible. And in your case, it's, mm -hmm. that's what I do best. Let me do what I do best, and I'll, I'll delegate mm -hmm. other things that may be less important or less secret sauce-like. And, uh, right, right. When it comes to maybe setting up a stage or setting up certain things, they can do the, the grunt work and you can handle the, the selection of the DJs. Because obviously, if you don't have the right DJs, you don't have the right vibe, you don't have the right environment. Right. Those little details that, that can really make or break you as a, as a, as a new business. Of course. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that's, your, that's your differentiator. So share with me, uh, Chef Natuan, a, um, a success story. Maybe it's an event you had. Maybe it's a meal that you created that you just got rave reviews. Maybe social media went a little crazy on something you created. Just give me something you're most proud of. Over the last two years, give me a moment you're most proud of uh, after creating the business. Uh, um, my most powerful moment aside from the dj battle because i mean uh the breakdance battle that's that at this moment that is my most prized uh event the breakdance battle because it was the first event that i hosted by myself and uh well not by myself but just the hip-hop bistro not associated with anyone it was the hip-hop bistro's very own uh event that 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 it hosted um outside of that because that was just like the most awesomest thing um, and where people are still willing and talking about that to this day. But um, outside of that, I did a catering event um, for a, a movie producer. Um, and that was 
he awesome. Um, <laughs> uh, working with this guy, he's a, he's he's kind of he's not famous because he's not known, but he 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 his movies are known. Oh, cool. uh, I'll say it like that, right? His movie, his shows, his movies are known, but he's not that well known. Uh, he does have movies on Netflix. Uh, one of them most recently is Conflicted. Uh, Michael Rappaport was in it, uh, starred in it. He starred in it. Uh, uh, some new artists from um, Buffalo starred in it. Uh, Griselda Records, their label, which is a major label right now, and they're, they're doing a lot of things. Um, but but I say that to say that was one of my uh, proud moments uh, doing this. And then a lot of other things uh, developed from that from that catering event. Um, as I mentioned, I am a, 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 a exec with an independent record label. And through that connection, we were able to uh, pitch the artist's music um, and, and hopefully, Lord willing, something positive and progressive comes from, from that, uh, planting that seed. And, uh, and, and we're just working, we're working. But that, that, I would say that was the most proudest moment, one of the next proudest moment outside of uh, the hip hop bistro um, uh, pop up breakdance battle was uh, catering this event for the for the movie producer. That that Excellent. was just a really experience. Yeah. Well, congratulations on your two years of the success. I'm sure they'll have many, many more. And as long as your events continue to be unique and different and fun and get people engaged, mm -hmm. it's fantastic. Uh, please share with the audience how they can get a hold of you, your social media, a phone number, an email, a website, whatever you want to give out that can help them find you, book you, uh, play with you. I even uh, gave your information to a gentleman that owns a, a gym. So I thought, what better way to get a party in a gym than to bring in the hip-hop bistro? Maybe he has some Absolutely. Offer, <laughs> get some music pumping and help yeah. you know, boost personal training and workouts for the new year and so on and so forth. So uh, if he hasn't uh, contacted you, I'll make sure he has his information. But now that we're all part of the Perky Caller Radio Show family, I'm always going to look for ways to help support you uh, with other awesome. guests I've had, what I know as well. But share with the audience awesome. uh, how they can get a hold of you and follow you and learn more. Yes, sir. Um, well, right now we're, we're on all social media platforms on Facebook. I'm uh, Chef Nate Twan. Um, and then I'm also on Facebook, uh, Chef Natuan Hip Hop Bistro. Uh, now, Hip Hop Bistro is spelled a little bit differently. It is a play on words, and again, it is hip hop. Uh, so the last word, Bistro, is spelled B E A T S T R O. Again, it's a play on words, so you have the Beat Stro. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, on Facebook, you can find this at Chef Natuan. Facebook, and then uh, Chef Natuan Hip Hop Bistro. Those are on the Facebook. On the Instagram, you can find me at uh, Chef Natuan, also under IG, and at the hip underscore hop underscore Bistro. That's hip underscore hop underscore Bistro, spelled B-E-A-T-S-T-R-O. Um, also, we're on uh, my artist, We Made Us Entertainment, is also on social media, uh, we're building the website. The website is in pr uh, production now. Hopefully we have it done soon so you guys can follow us and our our um, audience and our customers can follow us and, and always be able to um, see what's happening with us through our website and not just on social media. Um, 
However, uh, I manage three artists. All of our artists' music are streaming on all platforms. The first artist is Hancho God. Uh, the second artist is Mouth the Messenger. And then uh, he's in collaboration with Jules on a song, which is a popular song right now, really trending, which is called In Your Eyes. And um, it is a love song. It is a beautiful love song that they, the two of them put together. And uh, you can follow them on Facebook as well. Or you can also check us out on YouTube, um, honcho.god, mouth the messenger, mouth is spelled M-O-U-F. Um, but yeah, please follow us, tap in with us for your next catering gig. Bring the Hip Hop Bistro out. We bring DJs, we bring, uh, bring servers, and of course we bring some taste, tasty, tasty, delectable entrees for your catering event. Excellent. Chef Nate, always a pleasure. I uh, wish you the thank very you. best, and uh, thank you so much for taking the time to be on the show. And this completes another episode of the Perky Cowell Radio Show. Thank you so much for listening. Awesome. Thanks, Barry, for having us, man. Appreciate you and much success to you, sir. Thank you, Nate. Have a great day, sir. All right, you too. Thank you. What is the Perky Collar? It is a collar support system for dress shirts. That's right. Over 18,000 of these amazing devices have been sold globally. How does it work? Lift the collar, add the Perky Collar with the long tapered ends on top, lower your collar on top. Adjust to make sure it's even around the collar, and that's it. You've now transformed your droopy, saggy dress shirt collar to a brand new looking dress shirt, ready to tackle sweaters, jackets, blazers, and the collar still stays nice and tall. How do you find it? The website is perkyllc.com. That's spelled P as in Paul, E as in Elephant, R as in Robert, K as in Kangaroo, Y as in Yo-Yo, LLC, LarryLarryCharlie.com. That's perkyllc.com. Get yours today, or if you're in Charlotte, North Carolina, visiting or live here, feel free to come by South Park Mall's kiosk located between Francesca's and Toomey. Best entrance is Maggiano's and Cheesecake Factory. See you soon. Look your best. Have a great day. Perky LLC is a clothing innovation company. We solve clothing-related problems such as the droopy, saggy dress shirt collar, the pocket square that doesn't seem to sit still properly, it unfolds, it falls down, the shirt that keeps coming untucked, collar stays that keep curling on you, and more and more issues with your belt, cracking, splitting, holeless belts are the solution. You can adjust them by a quarter inch instead of having to go up an inch or down an inch. What about that lapel you want to use as an accent color to match a dress or as a color accent to your wardrobe? This and many other fun fashion accessories are available at PerkyLLC.com. Beyond innovation, we also have fashion accessories, bow ties, you name it, from feather to blingy to wooden, even wooden ones that move, even wooden ones that showcase the skyline of cities all across the country. Check out PerkyLLC.com for all these great fashion accessories and innovative solutions. <laughs>